Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Prosperity by the Pine. I'm your host, Bryce Carter. I am a financial planner. I am a self-proclaimed millennial money expert. And this is the show that we talk about money, investing, business, and life success all while having a cold beer. This week, I am drinking the cold beer of choice. is not actually a beer. I think it might be a beer. I'm not sure. It is, uh, it's from Shorts Brewing Company, and it's called Internet Dating. It's weird. It's the name of the beer. Um, but I've never heard a beer describe this before, so I had to look it up before the show. It's uh, uh, Gose, Gose, Gas, uh, G-O-S-E is how it's pronounced. And it is brews with uh, raspberry and lemon and cucumber. Uh, and it's by Shorts Brewery. And, okay, so I had to look up what a Gose is because it doesn't say anywhere on this beer, beer. A Gose is a warm fermented beer that originated in Gosler, Germany. It is usually brewed with at least 50% of the grain bill being malted wheat, and flavors include lemon, herbal characteristics, and saltiness. So, let's see if I'm getting salty today. Hmm. It's more uh, more sour than salty. It's not bad at all, though. Uh, I don't know that I could drink a lot of them, but it kind of tastes like a dessert. It's like a, like a raspberry shortcake or something. I don't know. It's not bad. So today I wanted to talk about uh, some recent news and how we ended up to where we are today. And that recent news is that Charles Schwab, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade have all announced no trading fees, no commissions on ETFs and stock trades and most uh, some options trades as well. So it was actually a long road to get to where we are now. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take you through the history of trading fees uh, in the modern world. So until May 1st, 1975, uh, brokerages were all charging the same commission. It was a fixed commission, and so it was not a competitive environment. And so prior to that, um, essentially what you saw was brokers charging a fixed rate commission for all transactions. Um, with no regard for the size of the trade. And so what ended up happening was small-time investors were paying a high percentage of potential profits and fees and commissions, and brokers were, were essentially uh, giving preferential treatment to institutional investors. So like imagine a scenario where it costs $1,000 to do a stock transaction. If all you have to invest is $10,000, that is a lot, right? Um, but if you're a large institution with $10 billion to invest and it costs $1,000 to do a, trans a stock transaction, it's not a lot to invest. So it was really hurting the consumer. And this was, it was crazy to me to even think that that was where, how the world at, at some point worked for trading um, because there's, there's no market competitiveness. So on May 1st, 1975, it's known in the industry as May Day. Uh, basically, the SEC ruled that uh, and allowed for negotiable commissions. So uh, now all of a sudden you had an open market environment, and, and, and this is capitalism working here. Prices on and the cost of trading absolutely collapsed. And so what ended up happening was you started to see what's known today as discount brokerages opening up. Uh, and the pro most prominent at the time ended up being Charles Schwab. And basically what they offered was a service for you to be able to, to, to place trades at a very minimal cost with minimal advice, right? So they weren't sitting there being your financial planner and, and offering uh, advice on taxes and, and those kind of taxes and your retirement plan and what you contribute to your 401k and whether you should or shouldn't buy insurance, which is what financial planning is. It, they were just there to process the transaction for low cost. <clears throat> and who this really hurt uh, 
was was the wirehouses, the large large um, banks that are that you know the Merrill Lynch's, Morgan Stanley's of the world, because now all of a sudden they didn't have a monopoly on, on charging these high commissions on stock and 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 uh, stock transactions. So Charles Schwab and and this SEC ruling opened up a new avenue for investors that were willing to do it themselves and do the research. And it also opened up an avenue, a great avenue, for independent financial advisors such as myself. So an independent fiduciary, registered investment advisor such as myself gets to pick their custodian. So uh, we happen to use uh, TD Ameritrade along with a handful of others. And, and TD Ameritrade, like Charles Schwab, has this custodial platform where you can place trades for your clients. And so we charge an advisory fee in order to do that. And now we don't have to worry about any transaction fees on any ETFs or or stock transactions, which is a, a beautiful thing. So quick beer break here. You'll notice the beer is red if, you, if you're watching. And uh, I think that's, yeah, it does say, yeah, it says raspberry in there. So it is. Okay, so that drink was uh, salty, not not uh, not uh, sour. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It's different, that's for sure. So as costs got pushed down, uh, you know, for DIY investors and and opened up a, a good avenue for registered investment advisors such as myself to be able to handle and and, and interact with clients in a cost-effective manner. The competitive environment got more and more intense so you saw other entrants you know price waterhouse and uh t which was eventually td waterhouse eventually e-trade uh, eventually scott trade and so on and this also made it more competitive for the wirehouses these big banks that were charging large fees there was a time at which one of the big banks was charging a three percent wrap fee what the wrap fee is is hey don't worry you're not going to have to pay any transaction fees we're just going to charge you a flat rate so they're charging three percent uh just to just to say hey there's no transaction fees which is obscene um and and those costs have come down substantially so this opening up of the competitive environment helped it and it's been moving that way essentially since 1975 uh, so we've had a you know a forty year forty year scramble here of, of of downward trend. It's a race to zero. So this race to zero is where we're at now, uh, and and we finally I think reached the finish line. We'll see. So a, Vil- a Silicon Valley startup started in 2013, which you might have heard of, known as um, Robinhood. And I've talked a little bit about Robinhood on here. And basically, you know, phone just keeps ringing. Shame on me for not turning that off before this started. Uh, Robinhood basically allows for free, uh, was allowing for free ETF and stock transactions on an app that was great user interface, easy to use. Um, and so that was a kind of an interesting entrant, but they're not, a, they, they didn't pack a lot of resources. And again, it was kind of a DUI, a DIY thing. And so, uh, it wasn't taken too seriously, but the big, big change on these transaction fees going to zero was in 2018 when Vanguard did it. So Vanguard is that that's the gorilla in the room. That's the elephant. That's this mass, just this behemoth of an investing company. And so they announced no transaction fees on almost no, uh, almost all ETFs and stocks. Now, granted, it, prices had moved down to the point where they were, you know, in the 70s, uh, large percentages of the account to seven bucks to six bucks to now basically they were four or five bucks at the time. So moving it to zero was not that big of a leap, but still it's, it's revenue for these companies, right? So Vanguard moves it to zero. And then just this past month, Schwab went to zero on all ETFs and all stocks. 
Schwab's closest competitor, TD Ameritrade, shortly after announces that, then E-Trade, then Fidelity. And so now we are in an environment where you can buy essentially any stock in any ETF, which is an exchange-traded fund. I have an episode on exchange-traded funds versus mutual funds. Big fan of ETFs, exchange-traded funds. Um, so I, I really recommend you go back and listen to that if you have no idea what I'm talking about. And so we're in an environment where you can buy almost any ETF and almost any stock for zero transaction fees, which puts you in a situation that you can buy a ETF that buys the entire U.S. stock market for 0.03%, 0.03% for no transaction fee. And then you can automatically save into that via a paycheck at no transaction fee. So saving is never going to be free free i mean there's some mutual funds out there that charge zero fees but believe me they'll get you somewhere and an etf that it cost close to zero was zero transaction fees it's never been a better time for for investors period i mean the costs are unbelievably low as far as trading can be so i am a huge fan of saying that this is a a big deal for consumers it's a positive thing um, I, I just want to quick sh- share a quick story here. So in 2017, as we were, we were shifting our business model and we were going to the RIA business model, registered investment advisor business model, I was sitting across from each uh, one of the big three custodians. Uh, I talked with Schwab, uh, talked with Fidelity and talked with TD Ameritrade. And basically going back and forth. And one of the biggest points was, you know, we're going to be using you as our primary custodian. We want it to be the best possible situation for our clients, which means we need good customer service and we need really good pricing. And so one of them had lower pricing than another, and then the other one uh, matched, but it was all, you know, trans, you know, we're at like 495 for transactions for ETFs, but this provider has 100 ETFs that are free uh, and charges five bucks for stocks. And this one has 300 that charges five bucks for stocks, but they give us, you know, they have better technology, so better customer service and going back and forth. And we basically got fees to line up to where it, it was a it was a zero sum game. There it was they're they're all competitive with each other, but what we made the decision on was essentially customer service, and that's where investors I think are going to end up being now. Is is it's not hey Fidelity you have X Y Z mutual funds for free. It's hey your login your your platform that you give me is easy to use it i if i have a question and i call the 1-800 number i get somebody right away uh it's going to be about service and that's where i think it is with financial planners as well our costs have come down uh over the over the years and so when we're in an environment where everybody is competing on price and prices have gone down now you get to look at the things that matter a lot more probably than the five dollar transaction fee which is service and, and the quality of advice and the quality of service that you're getting. And so, you know, there's some pundits out there that are trying to say that this is a bad thing for consumers because it encourages more trading. And as we all probably know, and if you don't know this, wake up, is the more trading you do, the probably it's probable that you will hurt yourself more than you'll help yourself, right? If you're buying and selling every day as a day trader, you're probably hurting yourself and unless it's very extenuating circumstances. So some pundits are saying because now transaction fees are waived, you're going to see more investors trading all the time. And I just don't agree with that. I think if you're going to stick to fundamental investing principles, this helps you. If you're going to auto invest $100 every other week or whatever it may be, and now you don't have to pay the $5 transaction fee, it lowers the barrier to entry. Now all of a sudden, costing becomes more cost of, investing becomes more cost effective. The guy that was going to get in there and day trade and, and mess around with their account and screw it up was going to do that whether they were charged 5 bucks or not. So 
that's that's just my view on it. So this is a great thing for investors. It's a it's been 40 years in the making. Um, it's been interesting for me to be kind of at the tail end of this when it's all you know all said and done. I've been in the uh, the industry now for not even a decade, and so knowing the history behind this and being here right now where where I can take advantage for my clients these you know zero sum games, I'm I couldn't be happier about it. So. That's this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Like, share, comment. Don't forget to shoot me a message. Have a good one. Cheers.